please pray with me. Spirit of the living God, <clears throat> I pray that you fall afresh on your people this morning. Lord, I pray that the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts will be acceptable in your sight. In Jesus' precious name, amen. After such a reading, I'm about to say amen, and let's go on home. <laughs> Good morning, my brothers and sisters. In this space and those who are with us online, I greet you with the love of Jesus. I am Aletha Weatherer, and yes, 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 I do know Reverend Sylvester, and I know him very well. I want to thank my Calvary family, especially Bob Bills, and who made sure that my family of eight was well fed when Sylvester was down during and after his surgery. This church got some excellent cooks. My God, yes, I enjoy every meal. Every meal was so good. You guys are all our angels of mercy. I also want to thank everyone for your prayers, yeah. your phone calls, your texts, your cards, uh, your good and well wishes that you, you send to us and to your pastor because of those prayers and, and, and that, that was sent up to God on his behalf. I would like to say today that he is doing much better. Thank you. Oh, by the way, Ron, wherever you are, my ex-hotline operator, he made sure that our refrigerator was stacked up with eggs at all times. <laughs> Last but not the least, I am so grateful to Vicky and Steve Mart. Vicky did not only bring more and more and more food, she also saw that my, my planters and urns on my, my front porch was empty because I don't do gardening, it's a Sylvester thing. And she, <laughs> so she brought flowers and, and she brought everything that was needed to get those flowers planted and she made sure she told me, instructed me, make sure now you water them. And Vicky, I want to let you know that I have kept them alive, which is very, very unusual. <laughs> but this, my friend, is God's amazing grace that my family and I have experienced in abundance from our Calvary family. God's Amazing grace. Justice is when we get what we deserve. Mercy 
is when we do not get what we deserve, but grace is when we get what we just don't deserve. This morning I want to speak to us on God's grace, the grace that saves and the grace that sustains. When I think about this grace, I think about the apostle Paul. Paul was a part of the Sahendra. He was the one who led the persecution of the church. He, he, as a matter of fact, Paul was on his way to Damascus to, to persecute the Christians when he received this amazing gift of God. When I look at Paul's life, I, all I see is God's amazing grace in full abundance. Our scripture today, my friends, tells us that Paul begged the Lord to remove that thorn from his flesh. And every time he asked the Lord, his answer was the same. And, and God kept telling him, my grace is all you need. He said, my power is made perfect in your weakness. Oh, my friends of God this morning, God is speaking to you and I today. And, and he is telling us, as he told Paul over 2,000 years ago, he is speaking to us and he is saying, my grace is all you need. We may be in some trying times in, in our history. <laughs> and, and, and we may, may have some, some up and, and down and, and, and everything in the economy may look as bleak as it can. But, but I have come this morning to announce to you <laughs> that God's grace is enough. His grace is all that you, you need. His grace is what you and I need to lean into because he will take us through. When, when all seem lost and, and we cannot find our way, my brothers and sisters, oh, I have come to let us know that God's grace is always sufficient. It is in full abundance. It's in full bloom. In fact, his grace works better when, when, when he finds that we have found ourselves in a situation that we cannot get through, whatever our needs may be, we can rest in the knowledge that God's grace will be there and it is sufficient. God's grace, my friend, is marvelous. It is inexhaustible. It is unchangeable. You see? There's one thing about God's grace, we just cannot outrun it because it is always available for us. Let us look at the night when the same Apostle Paul and Silas were in prison. 
<laughs> the Bible tells me that, that God moves at midnight hours. <laughs> My Bible says that, that at midnight, <laughs> the Paul and Silas began to sing the songs of praises to the God. <laughs> the God of their salvation. The Bible says that at midnight, those praises uh, began to go up. And it began to inhibit the throne room of the most high God. Church, there, there then began a great earthquake. An earthquake that was so great that it broke the shackles of the, the prisoner's feet. And not only did, did those shackles were broken off, but the Bible says that they were all set free. The doors fell apart. The prison guard was so, he was so troubled until he picked up his sword to kill himself. And then Paul shouted to him, and he told him, do thyself no harm, for we are all here. And at that moment, he himself received the Lord Jesus Christ. That was God's grace. That, that earthquake was the grace of God. Oh, I wish that I'm always in a place and in the, uh, an era where someone has some of God's grace so that that grace can be able to to flow onto me because you see when God sent his blessings and, and when he sends his grace it does not just come to one or two persons it comes in abundance it flows and it cleanses so, oh this is what the grace of God does it is in great sufficiency for every soul that is present here today God has never promised that he will leave or, or that it will be easy. But all that he promised, he said, I will be with you even to the very end. As we look at verse 7 again, verse 7, my friend, doesn't tell us what kind of a torn that Paul was dealing with. It could have been some physical infirmity or maybe a medical issue. Maybe it was something that had to do with his ministry in the church. But whatever this storm was, it was dragging the apostle Paul down and it may have been affecting his ministry. This storm, my friend, could have been something spiritual. It could have been something emotional. I do not know what this storm was. But whatever it was, my brothers and my sister, Paul was seeking God's help in this matter. And according to our scripture, Paul prayed 
Three times asking the Lord to help him. And every time he called on the name of God to help him in that situation, his answer was the same. And, and God kept reminding him, my child, my grace is sufficient. He kept reminding him, and, and I know we all have situations that we need to deal with or we have been dealing with, and we have prayed to God, and, and we have cried, and, and we have laid it at the foot of his throne. But I come this morning to let you know that God is saying to you and I that his grace is all we need. It is sufficient for us. Oh, hallelujah. Help me yeah, Holy Spirit. My brothers and sisters, temptation is not a sin. We can be tempted all the day long, but what we do when we are tempted becomes the problem. What we do after that temptation or during that temptation is what God has a problem with. So let the devil go on. Tell him to bring it on. Tempt me as much as you can, as long as you know that you have God's grace with you. And this day, his grace is sufficient for you. I have come this morning to remind you that we have all been tried and we have been tempted, but our God has never forsaken us and he will never leave us alone because his grace is all we need. Our God is a faithful God. He knows us in and out. He knows what we can stand, and he knows how much we can bear. So he will never put more on us than we can bear. Is there anybody in this room, in this place today, that, that are online who is going through something? I want to let you know that, that God knows how much you can bear. I want to, I come to let you know that God, your God, will never put more on you than you can handle. He will make a way. That's the God whom we serve. He's the God who is bigger than everything. He's the one who tells us to lean on me and learn of me. He's the one who, who tells us to, to be still and know that he is God. So, friends of God, I earnestly believe this day that one or two things will happen when we are going through some tough times. Either God will pull us out of that problem or he will leave his throne in glory and he will come down here and he will walk us through that problem. Oh, hallelujah. Our scripture says, Paul pray 
and nothing happened. He prayed and nothing happened. He prayed and nothing happened. God did not pull him out of that situation. God told him, my grace is sufficient for you. And when he tells you that, rest assured that he has you in his hands. He has his eyes upon you. So he came down and he walked Paul through that situation. So let us give God all the glory today during our infirmity so that the power of God may rest upon us. Dear friends of God, you see, I lost, a, I had a friend who lost his baby boy one day while he was working at church. It was a very sad day. His son had tried crossing the street and was struck and killed by an automobile. He went to bed that night absolutely knowing not what they were going to do or how they were going to get through that pain. But that night the Spirit of God ministered to this friend of mine and reminded him through Psalm 30 verse 5 and say, Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. It was God's grace that came through for that family. And that joy did come in the morning. Is there anyone here today who is going through something? Is there anybody yet today who has just got yeah, who is just sick and tired of being sick and tired of everything that's going on I say is there anybody in this place who has been down so long until down seems like normal do you need more of God's sustaining grace in your life today I have good news for you. Jesus died on the cross of Calvary. He is our burden bearer. He, he, he now lives and he is seated at the right hand of the Father. And because Christ lives today, you and you, and you, and everyone who is watching there online can face tomorrow. God's altar is open, and we are all invited to come and meet him here as I am reminded of the lyrics of this beautiful old hymn that we just sang. Oh, I, the Spirit of God is so profound that it works in a mysterious way. And this lyric is grace and grace, God's grace. Grace that will pardon and cleanse within. Grace, grace, marvelous grace. Grace that is greater than all of our sins. As I think of this grace of God. As I, as I am reminded of this grace of God, it reminds me of who I was and, and who I am now in Jesus Christ. For God's amazing grace has saved a wretch like me. For I once was lost. Oh, hallelujah. I, I was blind. 
but now I see. Oh, my brothers and sisters, the amazing grace of God is there, is in full bloom today. And every day in your lives, all we need to do is to lean into God's grace and let his grace overtake everything that is bothering us and everything that we are being bothered with. Because when God is on the vessel, we will fear not the storm. Praise be to God. Please pray with me. Father, I thank you for your words today. I thank you, O oh God, that your grace is all that we need and it is in full sufficiency. I bless you and I worship you. I pray that your words have fallen on the hearts of your people and it will take roots in due time. I pray all these in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We will now continue our service with the song Amazing Grace, How Sweet the Self. <laughs> 